Hi, my name is Peter Maestri and you're listening to Divorce, the first six months. If you're someone who's about to go through a divorce or maybe you're just healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories that you're going to listen to focus on people that have been through a divorce, but more importantly, how they navigated through it. So learn from their experience and take lots of notes. It's real. It's raw. This conversation is vulnerable. Having said that, let's get right into it. All right, Alex. So we talked about a, a couple of things and I just want to kind of sum it up. So your kids, you talk to them, any questions that they had, mm-hmm. don't involve them. If you, if you can avoid involving your kids, the divorce is between the people getting divorced. Correct. You shouldn't involve them. That's correct. Um, also the perspective of, of being a dad and participating with the mom and, and that dynamic how would you sum up that process? What what would advice? Obviously, I, and I always ask this: it's like, if you were talking to the earlier you, mm-hmm. what advice would you give him in that context? Like, how would you say it to to the earlier you that's about to go through the divorce? How would you say, "Hey, don't involve the kids. Hey, don't do this. Don't do that." What advice would you give? I mean, in that aspect, I I that was one of the first things that my father and mother told me too. But it was, I mean, to me, it was common sense to realize that. And I understand not everybody thinks the same. And to them, you know, maybe they, you know, and again, you heated at the moment. The argument might start up. You just gotta, you know, in front of the kids when the kids are there. You, you know, so they could just start because you're dropping off the kids to her. She's dropping off the kids to you. She says something or you say something that rubs the other person the wrong way and bam, there you go. You're arguing, the kids are there, ah, there's crying going on. That's not good for them. I think you you got to be conscious of what's going on at all times, especially when the children are around. And and honestly, look, I think we get to a point where, yes, we're angry. You know, another person could be angry, the other person maybe not so much or whatever. And there's, there's things that need to be said and whatnot. So if I was good to go back to my old self, I would have probably told myself basically the same advice kind of that I did follow was try not to argue in front of the kids and then don't confuse the kids like because there's a lot of people that get divorced and end up hooking up again and doing stuff like that not something I did but it would be something that I would you know if if I did I would have gone back to myself and say hey you shouldn't have done that you know because it sends mixed signals one to of course the other person um and to the kids and then there's like some sort of hope you're getting back together because there's nothing more than kids want to the both parents to be together you know as as a divorced person myself you know it always felt uncomfortable having another man in the house or when my dad got remarried having another woman i was just uncomfortable you have to walk with eggshells around and when you're around your parent and it's just you and your parent you do whatever you want you just feel so comfortable you're yourself and so what would i say to myself if i had to go back especially with the kids involvement um, I would probably tell myself, look, you know, yeah, you're a free man now and now you're going out and you're single and dating and all this stuff. But I think you sh- that should always be a pause. There should always be a pause on that for a bit, you know, um, what the length of it is. I don't know. You know, I didn't do studies on it or whatever, maybe a year, maybe six months, maybe two years. I, I don't know. I don't know what, you know, what the time span on that should be. But you should definitely, and if you, okay, if you can't wait, because maybe you already had somebody, you know, or maybe you just met somebody, you really like them and you don't want, you know, keep that away from your children, you know, you don't want to introduce some new person to your kids three months into a divorce, you know, it just makes the kids uncomfortable. And I, I believe that the children should never, ever have to feel any discomfort, being uncomfortable, 
depression, anything that has to do with it. You know, other than the fact that their parents aren't going to be living in the same house together every day. Other than that, that you can't help. That's unavoidable. But I think everything else is avoidable. And I think it should be at all costs for your children's sake. Because if you want your kids to grow up and be good adults, you know, stable adults, you know, and again, I'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist, but to me, this is just common sense. They should not be involved in an environment like that at such a young age because they're not going to understand it. They're not going to be able to filter it like an adult can, you know, and so that would be my advice to myself is just, you know, try to keep the kids in kind of the same structure, even though it's not the same, but somewhat the same structure as they were formerly in. Keep it, keep it consistent. Keep it consistent. Yeah. yeah. Keep it consistent. So they don't have any, they're already getting disrupted. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Their yeah. Lives are upside down. So from the Absolutely. moment, I guess let, let's cap it up. So from the moment that you knew that you were divorced, the first six months, which is what this show's about. That's what we're, we're aiming well, for. How do you, Talk to somebody. How, what would you say to educate somebody? It's like, all right, look, your, it's your the first six months. probably more towards separation, not divorce. Because like I said, you know, we were separated and then three years later, we yeah. actually signed the papers. And again, uh, that may, yeah, don't it's just signing papers. All right, separation, the first six months coming to you afterwards. Yes. We're going to start here. This will be the first one for, so separation, separation, the first six months. The first six months. What, it, what was your question? I was, I was asking you, like, what would you tell somebody? How do you prepare emotionally, physically? What would you do or how would you share with somebody? Like I'll take for instance, for me, I, what I would say to somebody is like what you said, get support, mind, body, and soul. So for me, I took care of those three things mm -hmm. when I went through my divorce mm -hmm. because my coaches told me, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I say coach, but it was a friend. It was this, it was you, you know, mm -hmm. it was an amalgam sure. of different people because, sure. you know, there's so many times that you could share yeah. the same story. Well, the, the most helpful thing for me was talking about it. You know, and when you keep things inside, they build up, yeah. they build up, they build up. And if you're not releasing, it's just build up, build up. And it's all negative build up. Right. So I think to me, it was always just talking about it. You know, if we, I could have had my cousin next to me. I could have been with you, you know, just hanging out, doing whatever. And I'm just, you know, we start talking about it. And I'm now I'm trust me, all that stuff is just releasing. You're releasing it. You're releasing it all, all the stuff that's going on inside of you, yeah. whatever it was, whether I was the guilt or the anger or the anxiety or the unknown, you know, all that, the fear and all that. Speaking about it always made me feel better. Uh, I, to me, don't hold things inside, no matter what it is and no matter how embarrassing it might be. And if you're too embarrassed to tell a friend or a relative, find yourself a therapist, you know, somebody that's not going to judge you. It's just going to be there listening to you. Because at the end of the day, all you need to do is let it out, vent it, let it go, get that stuff out, all that negative energy, all those negative thoughts, all those, you know, feelings of anxiety that you're feeling and the fear and the depression, let it out. And I'm telling you, it's just, it's a whole new world. It's a whole new world. It really is. Alex, thank you for Absolutely. being a yes to me and everything that... I can remember, you know, since we were little kids, you've always been a yes to me. And for me, this is really important because, you know, divorce the first six months for me is therapy because what I encountered was I didn't know what to do. I had to research that. And what I realized was that, you know, I had to go to the people that got divorced to coach me, to right. sh share their stories. But inside of sharing their stories, as, as you have with us today, we 
can relate. So for somebody that's about to uh, mm-hmm. go through divorce or, or something like that, and you hear Alex's story, you just made a difference. Yeah, I hope you know, so. I can, I I can so. click on the three kids, the demographics, the this, so. the that. Yeah, you look, know? Well, I think what people got to, because you always feel like, oh, I'm the only one going through this. Nobody else is going through it. Oh, man, everybody's, you know, 51% of the yeah. freaking population, right? In the United States alone, at least I know that's been the stat for a long time. They've all gone through it. That's a lot of people. Yeah. You're not alone. And it's not the end of the world. And it's not life. It's, it's you, you know, eventually you'll meet somebody else. And you'll meet somebody else. Because you've come to a level of maturity, right? Of experience. You're going to find somebody that's even more compatible. So there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Even if you're not the person asking for the divorce. You could be the person on the other hand. It's not the end of the world for you either. It really isn't. You know, it's it's a good thing. It really is. It, I mean, I know it's bad, but it's a good thing because either the, that person doesn't want to be with you or you don't want to be with that person. So one way or another, it's a good thing because the person that still wants to be with you really doesn't want to be with the person that doesn't want to be with them. You know what I'm saying at the end of the day? So, yeah, it's it's a bad thing. It's a negative thing. It's, you know, it, it's it's not something to celebrate about. But, but it's it also an is. opportunity. But it kind of is. It's an opportunity to grow. It's an opportunity it to expand. It kind of is, man. Yeah. It kind of is because that other person that you were meant to be with or, you know, is out there. It takes part. Yeah. So don't shut yourself out. Don't lock yourself up. I understand the first one or two months. I don't tell you go out and start meeting people. You know, give it some time. Like I said at the beginning, especially other kids, about, give it time. Don't bring anybody around your kid, especially, you know, at the beginning. Let, let things settle. You know, see your kids. Study them. See how they're acting, you know, if they're like, hey, they're good with this, you know, and little by little introduce people as a friend, you know, maybe you go to a park, if your kids are still little and they like to play in a park and just say, hey, this is my friend and this is her kids if they have kids or this is my friend and, you know, just hanging out watching you guys play and then you sit there talking, don't kiss them, don't hold hands, don't do anything you would normally done with, you know, your spouse or on a date or when you're alone. Um, But listen, it's not the end of the world. It isn't. isn't. It's going to be okay. Because it's been for millions and millions of people. And it was for me. Yeah. And it was for her at the end of the day. She's happy. I'm happy. Kids are happy. Kids are good. Kids are good. Yeah. So, all right. You've heard it here. That's Alex Miranda. He is giving you great advice. He's telling you to get support. He's telling you to uh, be mindful of the children. They're not going through the divorce, even though they're being affected by it. And, you know, to listen and to be calm. So, a lot of awesome tools that you can use when you're going through it. And, you know, as somebody who's gone through a divorce as well, I completely agree with everything that he said. Thank you once again for giving us your time. This is truly an honor to share this conversation with you. This started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm going to challenge you right now. If it made a difference, reach out and tell somebody. Thank you again. And I wish you all the courage and all the strength to be vulnerable in your life. It really does make a difference.